bonus episodes don't get edited. If so you I'm gonna end up leaving that. If you don't, if you don't edit it, that's gonna be left in. Yep. So uh, I'm glad you reminded me. So we saved all the really horrible stuff for a regular episode. Uh, what horrible stuff that happened? No. Oh God. No, <laughs> because all of today is horrible yeah, to, stuff. Everything that has happened? been horrible today. Oh, uh, fuck no. Hey. Uh, hello, Slurmcast fans. We are back at you with another bonus episode. Is this filler, Michelle? No, never. It's never filler. It's uh, we've had a pretty ridiculous uh, scheduling uh, sort of thing going on lately. So. We're we're trying to keep your feed full, even because no not one's buying T-shirts episodes. and we're not making money. Well, that's that's true. <laughs> I got to go out and sell unlicensed ponies on the road. Um, so I, it's actually timed out well, though, because within the last few weeks, there was an audio-only original episode of Futurama called Radiorama, uh, produced with the entire original cast. Mm-hmm. Released as a podcast on the Nerdist as a special episode, um, and it's a you know once again a tie-in as a shitty commercial uh, for Worlds of Tomorrow. We are now once removed from Futurama. How we, so? We were mentioned on the Nerdist, this and now true. there is was an actual episode of Futurama on the Nerdist. Yes. So Chris Hardwick step. is one. I I have one often degree maintained that the patron saints of this particular podcast operation are Chris Hardwick, Doug Benson, and Ramon Rivas the second, and Gene um, and Chuck. Well, Gene and Chuck are like the wizards behind the curtain. But uh, Chris Hardwick first read uh, former guest Lewis Burns's uh, gushing letter about us doing this on Nerdist, which was a, a huge help. Um, then Doug Benson mentioned us when I went to see Doug Loves Movies and got to select a name for Last Man Stanton. And the reason I went to that Doug Loves Movies show is because Ramon Rivas said, no, you should go to Doug Loves Movies when I had the opportunity to. And I did, because I could have gone to another show that same night. And here we are with our, uh, our listeners rapidly dwindling until the show hits Hulu, which is apparently going to happen again. Should happen. They, uh, David X. Cohen was on Nerdist, uh, I think last week, was it? Or maybe two weeks ago? And he said that it's going to be on Hulu. Like, he, he confirmed that it's on its way to Hulu, and that's why it was taken off of Netflix. Like, he just yeah. flat out says it. Why could it so, take so long? I don't know why it's taking them so long to put it up, but it that's not normal, so I wonder if there's, like, music rights they have to get or They have to redraw something. every yeah, single. That's it. <laughs> so like if you record a everything. song and then the record contract says we own the master recordings of this song but if you re-record the song even if you do it exactly the same then you can like regain rights to the song yeah i guess yeah so it, they're just redrawing well, all of it he explained that um i guess fox owns part of hulu oh so that's why they pulled it from netflix and are okay. going to put it on Hulu. So I'm not sure what that's all about. You know what is weird too? Like Comedy like they only have the stuff that aired on Comedy Central on right. Netflix right now. But on Comedy Central, they air ones from earlier seasons all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I like I'll have it on when I work at the when I'm bartending and it's like uh an episode that we had just done or something so like, like an that. Early season. Yeah. It's 
I, streaming and broadcast rights is a whole different thing. I, I don't know. It gets very complicated. But, uh, you know, we don't have to deal with any of that because everything we do is you know unlicensed. Come to Hulu legal. recently? What? Family Matters. Oh, I haven't gotten into that yet. Uh, and Full House is on Full there. House is on there. They've got Will and Grace is on there now every episode. How much free time do you guys have to rewatch shows that weren't all no, that good in the first No, they're things you just put on when you're, like, falling asleep. Yeah. I can't do that. See? I was also yeah. sick uh, last week, so I had, like, With a day what? and a half off work. Just, I had a really bad migraine and, Ooh. like, one of those, like, barfing in the sink type migraines. Oh, yeah, I've had those. Where you just, you stand up and you can't. You can't continue to stand up with the blurry auras and yeah, all the, that. the ones where you that go blind. Had, yes. Oh. So that was that's what happened to me for about three days. I was. What do you do to fix those? Uh, no Drugs. sound. Uh, mm. Yeah, <laughs> no sound, <laughs> no light, or limited sound and light. Have you tried to do anything? Like, have you gone to like a specialist? No, oh. I don't think it's frequent enough. It's like maybe once or twice a year that that happens to me. So it's not like it's a continuing problem but, but even if it does just last weekend i, I just maybe it's a tumor it's, it's not it's a not tumor, tumor. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh i i would recommend here's here's medical advice from a podcast host take it take it it can't be it, worse than zachariah saying that he picks his teeth with, with exacto blades we're, we're let me well. wikipedia that or uh um, WebMD that. I, when I used to get migraines like that, it was only a couple times a year. I was still able to get a prescription. Mm-hmm. And actually, I got a bunch of free samples from my doctor nice. because it was, in a, you know, like not a recurring thing. And the stuff that he gave me, um, you know, if you caught it early enough, it might knock you out, but it would, it would fix the problem. Mm-hmm. So we, we can talk off mic about brands and cool. things. It's probably like illegal Drugs. now or something. But... Uh, this was this was an interesting uh, Futurama. Uh, I, do we have to say like episode in quotes, or does this this seems like non-canon? Maybe it is. No, does no, it it's the original cast. It's canon. Okay, it's does, it's canon. But the way the series ended, it, does it matter whether it's can, like? I don't know. Don't spoil it. I, I always forget that you don't remember the show. I it, well, I think we are safely past the point where I would have ever watched it before. Yeah, yeah. You probably have never seen... I would have checked out by, like, season three or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I mean, I was very nervous it because of how much visual gag stuff there is mm-hmm. in Futurama that it makes that show really good. So I'm like, you're taking away the video. Although I like that the uh, caption was that... Uh, the, the opening joke was... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the show that just won't die, but it's so sick it lost its video. <laughs> I actually you know what I have a comment from before that just just quickly and I don't mean to derail it after especially praising all the help that Chris Hardwick gave us but the early part of the episode where he does the introduction yeah. and then basically comes off like so just follow your dreams kids because anything can happen it's like well yeah you were already <laughs> super famous and created this media empire which gave you the leverage to do this and you're also you know married into the Hearst family all of those are wonderful things. It doesn't say that there's anything bad about you, but it's like maybe your expectations need to be scaled back if you're just, uh, you know, a Joe Schmo. He's, like, he's, he's quickly becoming less uh, everyday nerd. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, he's starting probably actually quickly. Did I say quickly? He's quickly becoming an every, like 
of what he's attained right now. I mean, he's on network television. He's on all this stuff. So when he says things like that, it's like, yeah, but you were hosting game shows when, you know, yeah, well, 25 I, yeah. years ago. And, and to be fair, I had a lot. And, and I, like, I, I cannot say enough. I, I admire him very much. His work ethic and mm-hmm. his like oh, I seemingly boundless positivity. Him and Tom Bergeron, is honestly. Yeah. Tom Bergeron <laughs> yeah. is, he works hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you you know just what, like him because uh, his name is Tom. R- r- uh, <laughs> what's, his, what's the other guy's name? Seacrest. Same deal. You know, it, and, uh, you know, maybe his stuff isn't as of nice a caliber, but I think the guy just works really hard and he makes a lot of really smart decisions despite mm-hmm. looking like just a plastic mannequin man. That's true. But, That's true. But, you know, so there is something. I'm not knocking on Chris Harvick yeah. whatsoever. Chris Harvick, yeah. if you're listening, I we love you. Come yes. on the show. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> it, I, I do feel that way. Looking at Chris Hardwick, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I can be myself and as long as I don't become an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or any number of other things. I mean, it's it just... Um, I, I guess it's the thought that counts. Like, that's, sure, you know, stay positive if you abstract it out enough and just, like, I kind of work work your thing into what you want to be the change you want to see in the world, I guess, is what it really comes down to. But at the same time, I think there is, in, like you were saying, Tom, like, just an increasingly big disconnect between him seeming like, 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 I feel like five years ago, if I had gone to a comedy show in L.A. and run into him, he still would have just been like, Real nice, whatever. And if you run into him now, it'd be the same thing. But it'll mm-hmm. just be like he's he just spread so thin. Yeah. So there, there's just that seemingly increasingly disconnected mm-hmm. piece of it. Like even uh, Will Wheaton, Chris Hardwick, and Will Wheaton were Will Wheaton. roommates in college. Yeah. They were, they were, and still are like best buds. Mm-hmm. And um, Will Wheaton on his Radio Free Burrito podcast even says that like he went to hang, he and his wife went to hang out with. Chris Hardwick and Lydia Hurst and they got to the gate and I guess they'd forgotten to tell their, the security guards at Chris Hardwick's gate that Will Wheaton was coming over and the security guard didn't even know who Will Wheaton was. And Will was saying like how depressed he was. Wesley, Wesley Crusher. I, I, I'm Wesley Crusher, Mr. Guard. That's, that's bizarre. Like, and, and, and I mean like, I get it. Like there's just a point where you sort of ascend into that status, but, uh, just it seems a little disingenuous or maybe a little like we don't, we don't have to keep shitting on him. I don't mean to. I no. just it, it <laughs> that one particular thing on this otherwise I feel relatively great uh thing just kind of rubbed me a wrong way a little bit. I was what, the uh, podcast? Yeah. I was already in a bad mood mm-hmm. because I listened to it the first time when I was supposed to be flying to Chicago and ended up having to drive last oh, yes. minute. It's a little grumpy, but it did make that first 45 minutes fly by. <laughs> you got all the way to Toledo. Yeah, almost. <laughs> I don't, and I don't really want to like go through this like we go through a normal episode because I was thinking about this and we would be doing a podcast about a podcast that was featured on a podcast. In which and one of just the lines like, was, we interrupt this podcast <laughs> to bring you a podcast. Exactly. I took a lot of notes, though, Tom. Just, just, like, scrolling, scrolling, I, scrolling, I, scrolling, I, scrolling. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's well, a lot of we notes. We don't have to get that deep. No, we don't need to get that deep. Overall, like, I'm trying to, like, remember exactly the... 
Somebody summarize the episode for me that remembers, because I'm trying to... Because um, I, I didn't listen to it since like, okay. a couple weeks ago. Well, they basically took... Was it old-timey radio? Yeah, so they... The basic plot is that Calculon is dead, but they recovered his voice box, and Bender is contacted to um, reprise his role as Antonio Calculon Jr., because they're making right. an episode of All My Circuits, but they're making it a podcast instead of an episode of Because they all just My have Calculon's voice. Yes. yes but oh. like all actors, you don't need to have a brain attached to the voice to get the same results or, or something <laughs> like that. So in uh but there was there was a so that was sort of the B plot, which in that involved Bender trying to reconnect and impress his mother, who was dying. Um Fry created a that bothered me. A what the, the mother part? Benders and his mother because the thing has not been like used or done anything except in the game recently. Well, right. And so that's probably why it was fresh. Yeah, I mean, I like. I think they put it in the game because of the the podcast. Is episode. the borax stuff? Does that happen in the show? Yes. Okay. The Borax Kid. The Borax Kid. <laughs> that was also a terrible other yeah. thing that was like anybody they could have used, but and well, he's he they had him as a, a limited time character that you could yeah. unlock in the game, but yeah. like you had to spend money if you wanted to unlock him. It was fucking impossible. I just lost Bill Nye. I was I, so, okay. close, so I, close. I was gonna wait until we were on mic to finally admit I spent a dollar ninety nine oh. so that I could unlock Bill Nye okay, because I was him. I was like one botox one. I was thing. one fake degree away. Yeah, that's, I think that's what it was. I was one fake degree away from unlocking Bill Nye, and I got the little notification that was like, "You have until three p.m. Pacific time." And I looked at the clock, and it was like five p.m. our time, and I was like, "Shit, I got no. an hour. I got to spend two bucks." So I, I spent a dollar ninety nine on some pizza and unlocked him because I was not gonna let Bill <laughs> Nye go. It was weeks of work. So there, I, that was the B plot. Was the, the all my circuits thing? The A plot was Fry made a digital three D erotic sculpture of himself for Leela, forgetting that Leela can't see in three D because she only has one eye, and she. Uh, she made him get rid of it, so he went to throw his digital trash out, and the professor said, no, you have to take it to the digital trash planet, Junkleon 7. And when they went to Junkleon 7, Bender wanted to steal stuff, so he grabbed this thing. The thing that he grabbed ended up being a podcast containment device that had 58 billion podcasts from, the, the, from our time. That joke I liked mm. about... <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. it had all been <laughs> compressed, and it had become sentient, and it was a, a sound-based creature called Klaxon, played by Chris Hardwick. And so the other half of it is Bender trying to do the All My Circuits thing and then the crew trying to contain and That's right, uh, yeah. defeat Klaxon. What did you think of Klaxon? Um, it was fine. I mean, there have been dumber villains on the show. You know what I mean? I like mm. the uh, effect that they used. Just yeah, it was Chris Hardwick doing like three different voices overlaid. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I liked it. Um, and then when it mixed with the mother at yeah. the end, it was even weirder. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the sound design on the actual podcast, it was really cool. Like, I used to listen to a lot of like um, old timey radio shows. Like, that's, you know, when I was like 
a little kid, that's what I'd listen to growing up would be like these tapes of old Sherlock Holmes broadcasts or whatever. David Tennant is still doing Doctor Who radio episodes. Yeah. Yeah, he like, does a lot of voice work. Yeah. But, I mean, just like that's popular enough that mm-hmm. there's yeah. still – like I – I enjoyed it for that reason too. Like I like I think that should come back. We should start doing one of those. We should make it like at an old time radio show. Well, I you know there have been. I mean there there certainly are podcasts now that are like dramatized, you know, serialized dramas. Mm-hmm. There there was there was one. I don't even know how I came across this one, um, and this is probably about ten years ago. It was called uh, the Failed Cities Monologues. And it was like this 25-part dystopian story. It was really good. Um, you know, and, and each episode would be a different character. Like, and some of them were like 40 minutes long. Some were like 10 minutes long. They were all different. But it was like basically we had a novel that told things from a bunch of different points of view. They'd do that. Like, it's interesting. It's just it's so hard to commit. And then when things like that get spaced out over time, you know, like week by week by week or whatever, like – I just, I can't keep up. That's the one thing I like about the regular podcasts I listen to is that they are these finite chunks that you could just like, if I don't get to it, it's not like if I, if I don't listen to the WTF today, it's not going to matter if I listen to next week's one yeah. first. Whereas the serialization, then it right. piles up you and then you to. feel obligated. And then I, I follow a lot of serialized podcasts, actually. Like I've probably got a good, I listen to a lot of podcasts, probably have like 10 or so that are serialized. Like, like serial? Fictional, or like fictional, like fictional stories that are okay. written and acted out. Um, one of the best ones that I was listening to, I think the second chapter just came out. It's on Gimlet, uh, or second part. It's multiple chapters. It's got like Catherine Keener, David Schwimmer, Amy Sedaris is on it. Really, uh, Michael Sarah did a voice. The Schwim, the Schwim's yeah. on it. He's like one what of the main. Marcel? One of the main dudes. No, the monkey is not on. Bullshit. <laughs> Not on the podcast. I don't think that monkey's alive anymore. No, it can't be. Um, he died in a unexplained accident. Same money, same yeah, same monkey as the one in Outbreak. Really, really. Mm-hmm. So it's called Homecoming. Okay. And it's basically uh, Catherine Keener is a therapist who um, is treating these soldiers returning from. I guess you're to assume like Iraq and Afghanistan. Sure. I think they, they, they mentioned it a few times and uh, David Schwimmer is her boss and there's parts of it that are like really funny, but it's, it's a drama, but it's good. I recommend that one. If you're hmm. into cool stuff like that. I don't listen to any podcasts. I feel terrible, but you don't even I listen to this one. I don't. And you know what? I listen to the radio and I hear like the same Eight songs over and over again. Dirty deeds done dirt cheap. No, no, no. I listen to a different Welcome radio to the station. Jungle. No, that I listen to a totally different. Just radio what I station. needed by the cars. Don't let me down. No. Uh, by ELO. No, this is Imagine Dragons. Uh, yeah, uh, I was just gonna say that uh, I worked at a clothing boutique for a while between jobs and as a second job, and I had to listen to Sirius Radio, and everyone kept saying. Like serious radio, it's it's different. It's better than regular radio. Nope, it's the same fucking Imagine Dragons song over and over again, <laughs> and L King that X's and O's song all day, yep. every day. It's just as bad as regular. And then ass for radio, some reason, you're paying for it, like Nirvana, <laughs> a lot of Nirvana, and then the new Weezer song, which because is Nirvana is horrible. Rock. God, Weezer is so bad now. I used to love Weezer. When We're getting way off topic. Yeah, we really are still. 
So uh, we're a podcast. We can do the one. Yeah. One of the fun things that I liked about it was um, they made a lot of meta references about the show being resurrected. Mm-hmm. Like even even the misdirect at the beginning where the professor comes in, he's like, good news, everyone. And then he's like, your favorite show is coming back as in podcast form. And they're like, what show are we talking about? And, you know, so and then it turned into all my circuits and stuff. But um, even the things where they would do just like the the. uh Oh my God! Why can't I think of the word? Um, <laughs> oh. God, no! It, it's the dramatic device where, uh, oh God, where you just explain something. I, you know, like like a Deus Ex Machina. No, kind of thing, no, 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 no! Like the, the oh I, exposition. That's it. That's yeah. the word I'm thinking of. <laughs> right. Where it's just you know they're just like everyone's here. Hi, Amy. Uh, what about <laughs> Zoidberg? Why not? You know, and like everyone just kind of piles in to get not? the voices in. That's exactly why I shut off the um, first episode of Fuller House because that was that exact same thing when like the first opening. It wasn't the, there the was fact like, that it was just horrible, horrible garbage. It, it, I didn't even get there. Someday. Like the first like. <laughs> Couldn't even get five, to the garbage. The first five minutes was that introduction like, oh, here's him and this person and Uncle Jesse. Eesh. And yeah, and I was just like, and they all did their ke- catchphrases. Yeah. And I was like, nope. Rude. <laughs> oh. No. I, uh. I don't, oh yeah, that was that was hers. One. Just, did you watch that? Yeah. Oh, did you finish it? <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna watch the second season? Oh, there are three seasons oh. now, and what? you can watch the third season in about three hours. It's like so short. <laughs> it's I, like I don't I didn't uh, want to watch it, but I, it was there, and that was one of the things I watched when I was home, like unable to really you know move around. Every episode we do, you make me question the decision to ask you to become. A <laughs> it's like I liked it. I've never had a McDonald's hamburger ever. I watched all three uh, seasons of Fuller House. It's just like you've got enough pros in the pro column. You're like she's probably okay, but then there's these like red hey, flags. I'm bringing out. a different perspective. You absolutely are, but God, I like I just I didn't say it was good. I didn't no, say I no, liked I, it. Like, but clearly, my own perspectives are are not wonderful either. But I I was young enough. I guess I was old enough when that stuff was on to have watched it and kind of just passively enjoyed it as like a kid. Well, you see, my name is Michelle. That character's name is Michelle Tanner. So when I was little, I was imagine me being like a little five-year-old kid wanting to watch the Michelle show because that's oh, what I called it. So okay. that has strong emotional ties with for all me of with her. Full and then House. she they couldn't even get it together to come back on. It's like one of the few Olsen twins decisions I can get. That's why you're always saying you got it, dude. Yeah. Right? <laughs> You got it, dude. You do you do, do a lot of thumbs up pictures. That is a completely separate thing. <laughs> so uh the 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 stuff like again, going back to the old timey radio things, like where Scruffy show like oh, it's downstairs on this grease staircase, and then they all slide yeah. down. There's a lot of banging noises. Grease and, and the stars. Yeah, just the little scruffy bits were good. That that was one of my favorite exchanges, and it was late in the episode when they were trying to find Klaxon when he went underground, and like the professors explaining it to Scruffy, and Scruffy's asking questions like, "What? He's a what?" And he's like, "Very astute question, Scruffy. <laughs> You're much smarter than I thought you were, you know." And but then he he uh, one of one of his other ones, uh, 
he called he called somebody a clodnoramus, <laughs> which is great. Um, yeah, there there were really good lines like sprinkled throughout, like that aspect yeah. of it. Um, the thing about the regrets, where but I think Bender goes, "Do you know how many regrets I have?" Or something. He's like, "I only have one regret," and Leela's like, "I have five. And Bender's like, "That's too many." <laughs> <laughs> I do like at the pretty close to the beginning when Fry goes. Psst, hey, Leela. And she just goes, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> as loud as possible. <laughs> it's, it's so where did where does Borax come into the rest of the series? Because that there's an episode that's in the new like the after canceled after the movies um, where a whole it's like a gender episode okay. a gender issue episode. And he's in it. B- both the Borax. I mean, he's, I think, in Sherman another Crow. part, too. I think it is another scene or something mm-hmm. somewhere, but in a later, yeah, he's in a later episode. I think can't remember which one. This is the stuff where like Zoidberg getting beaten by banjos and pianos getting thrown at Fry, <laughs> that, Just so they could use those clips. Yeah, <laughs> and then but and then like mid episode they did another one of those um, those introducing everybody things where they go to the recording studio and Bender brings. Uh, Bubblegum Tate, Randy, Roberto, and Fat. <laughs> <laughs> it is like the two seconds he gave of the his voices. Dying mom's ticket to was Fat it Bot. Fat Bot. <laughs> and they gives him a sandwich. Like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> so they obviously put this together like they recorded a normal like episode. Yeah. Only they just put it no video. Right. Because I was thinking of them like sitting around a table like we are right just now like, yeah. and just like going back and forth between it. But well, David mean, X. Uh, Cohen said that um, that was kind of they they made the game, and then the just a tiny co got bought out by some other company, Jam Jam, Jam City or something. Yeah, Jam yeah. City, and they wanted some way to promote the game, and they asked if they could make a whole new episode and he was like, well, we can do, we can write an episode and we can record an episode really fast, but then it'd take like a year to animate it. It would take forever to animate an episode just to promote a game that's free. So he, I guess, remembered that Chris Hardwick had brought it up at some point and said, Hey, you guys should do a podcast episode. And then he was like, ah, I know what we'll do. We'll just record. We'll write an episode. Like it's going to be animated. We'll record it. Like it's going to be animated. And then we won't animate it. Awesome. And that was basically their whole whole plan, which reminds me when we did our bonus episode on the game, I was th- I was saying, what was their end game? What are they what are they planning <laughs> to do with this? Like what what do you think? Yeah, I I mean, I wonder if they'll do other ones cuz it it does seem like everybody kind of enjoys it. And and but but if they I mean, this one just hits everybody. There's Morbo and Linda um mm-hmm. There's and and real quick, if you have not listened to this, pause this podcast, go listen to it, and then come back to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's way better than anything you're going to get off of our RSS feed. Um, they they did some nice uh, Lake Erie yeah. shitting on, <laughs> <laughs> like, just which is part of uh, a Borax commercial, but the flake that sterilized Borax Lake on. Erie. If you're like me, you never much liked Lake Erie anyway. I ought to give him a medal instead of being tried for war crimes. How did they describe it about the flakes or whatever? There was something. Borax flakes. Yeah, but they. Because not everyone needs the best. 
Yeah. With, with, there was <laughs> second class. Chairman, bar- Chairman Grouse and Glacknox uh, Borax Flakes. So there was billions of podcasts that got compressed into it. Um, Nixon and Zap drop in for a second to make a, uh, an escape to a planet where there may be as many as 11 women per man. Um, what else is there? <laughs> all, the, all the things that Hermes has thrown out, incriminating spreadsheets, Fry's Opera, and Zoidberg's harassment claims. We haven't got to Fry's <laughs> Opera yet. No, is that a thing? Yeah, that's a yeah. real episode. Does that play come into play with the? the it's this season. It's the final episode of this season. Yes. Is mm-hmm. it good or bad? It has the devil robot in it, so, so like I hate it. it. Okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah. What else? I mean, the rest. It, you know, a lot of it is just. Uh, notes. The robot the, with no name was a new character. Was it? Yeah, it's never been. That's what I, okay, that's what I was Like, I was trying to picture the, what it reminded me of the voice was of um, the wrestler from the Gender Bender episode. Mm -hmm. But that had a name or whatever that I don't remember what that I thought I wrote it down. Hedonism bot shows up too, but they don't. Yes. It doesn't, um, they don't announce him or anything. He just says he wants to make. Leela gets Fry's statue, his erotic statue, back. She mounts it over the Planet Express door, and then Hedonism Bot's voice just chimes in saying, I want to make a replica out of the finest chocolates. <laughs> Which, I uh, see, I still haven't even seen Hedonism Bot in the show yet, so oh I don't my get God. it. I just know him from the game. Oh, wow. Hedonism um, Bot is great. Oh, I'm not even there yet. Really? I'm right now trying to get Hedonism Earl. Bot? Oh my okay, God. so all right, so this all winds up. Uh, <laughs> they defeat Klaxon. They put him inside a diamond, a diamondite uh, walnut shell. But a little bit of him escapes. He combines with Bender's mother, re- resurrecting her. But now Bender has a mother and a I father. The same thing. Uh, everybody's happy at the end. And then Zoidberg kisses Fry and makes some great kissing noises. Um, but should we we transition into? The world's of tomorrow update from there was there any i mean i overall i liked it a lot it was fun i think if it came out every week it would lose a novelty but mm-hmm. good times every i would be okay if they came out with one like every like month even even maybe even less frequently yeah like if they did it again yeah. i would be like okay that's cool they would really have to spread them out because yeah, because it th- really relies on visual gags often yeah. for it to be a good episode. And and they did kind of blow their wad with a lot of the, like I you know you get the rake effect where you do something so long it becomes funny, unfunny, 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 funny again. Like they could do the grease stairs again, but they would have to do it a lot for it to come back around. I think if they did that again, again in the next episode, yeah. it would be kind of like <laughs> already. And it's they're like the references of like current culture stuff going on. Yeah. Is a little bit less funny and more sad than like oh. back when they the show was actually yeah. on too. Cause some of the jokes is just like, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. 
all of Fry's references need to be from the 90s, though, and that's, like, the weird part, is that they're kind of stuck only being able to make 80s and 90s jokes. But some and of like, them relate Are the characters back aging? To... Like, are, are they still in the year... Was it 3,000 and whatever? I think they last said it was made... 3,001. Yeah. yeah. Bender's fake news joke, though, like, that was, like, one yeah. of the things that I was just, mm-hmm. like, that's... What did he? What did he say? That he, that's fake news. Yeah. Oh, that was about a, the uh, worst actor. Oh, where the, yeah, where uh, they said he was the worst actor. Yeah. There, there was a line right around there, um, where where Bender yells at Zoidberg. Zoidberg pipes in about something, and Bender goes, "Shut up, you! I'm not done talking." He goes, and then he says like one more word. Yeah, now I'm done. <laughs> just, just I loved it. The the abuse. What um, what did you think about the actual voices? Consistent, surprisingly. They sound a little older, but not bad. Some of Billy West's yeah uh, voices were a little bit, a little off from what from watching like the older stuff but at the same time i think even the newer episodes that came out like there's a little bit of difference you just changed it's just yeah you're not watching like you're only listening to it i think that's how you notice it more than if you're like watching the character for sure and that so i think that's part of it because even john dimaggio it's like bender is just like you're just listening to him do the voice so you're not you like you're making your own yeah like picture uh but yeah other than that i thought it was all like uh maurice lamarge did awesome with all his mm-hmm. stuff uh i think david herman was even in there yeah he was just um, scruffy yeah oh yeah yeah that's right yeah um yeah i thought it was all i it was good uh though listening to Katie Seagal do Lila without actually like it being on TV was a little bit much. I just, I don't know what I, about her, like certain things hit me the wrong way with her. Oh, even hmm. though I love Lila. Really? Yeah. What, like what? I don't know. Tom hates Katie Seagal. I do He's not. You know why I hate Katie Seagal? Because of Gemma from <laughs> Sons of from Anarchy. Ever since of that. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. It's um, a fair point. I'm just thinking back to like certain things that I thought of as I'm listening to it because it was more of like, oh, this is weird because a lot of the stuff in Futurama I like is like the visual stuff and how are they going to play that out just Mm -hmm. in audio? I think it worked well. I did too. Successful. Yes, great success. Uh, How's everybody doing on Worlds of Tomorrow? Oh yeah, let's see a quick update on there. Pretty I'm, good. Here's here's my thing is that I didn't want to play it, and then I wanted to play it after you guys showed me that you can get do your head in the jar, mm-hmm. and so I played it. I was like, I'm gonna play it up to get there, and that took a lot longer than I thought it was going <laughs> to, and I actually started coming up with a strategy, and then I was like, I was getting there and then Chris Hardwick came out and you could get that. So I actually spent money to get pizzas so I could get Chris Hardwick. And then now I have like strategy. I make sure like certain times during the day that I make them all do something. And right now I'm just waiting to get Earl so I can finish. I've 
completed 100% on all the space missions that you're at, that that I'm, until I get to Earl. So you, yeah. so Earl, I think you need Earl to do moon stuff? Or is yeah, it yeah, it's on, on moon, yeah. Okay. So I, I just, what level I got are you now? 12, almost 13. Okay. I'm a little smidge away from being level 40. Cool. <laughs> so you were they unlocked a new thing so yes. you were able to they finally um opened up the next that was the entertainment district where you you actually unlock um is it Amazonia? Yes. Yes, Amazonia. And um this one's I I'm I'm challenged now because the the first mission on that planet is no planet for old men. Um uh, about You need to be 21. Yeah, I just was able to, I did a bunch of easy peasy ones to get more um, career chips because I'm all out of career chips. But I so had to. What, what's your strategy for that? Because I'm literally in the same boat right now. You can what, go back you're... through a mission yeah. and yeah. get but, more. But which ones are you going through to bank up like a lot? Um, Depends on who I'm specifically going to, or who I'm looking to level up. Here, like I got For the Leela one, I just went back to find individual missions it shows you what the rewards are so and just i just look for looked the captain for ships? ones yeah i looked for the ones that had captain ships or just like a shit ton of the regular career chips okay because i i have i have just gotten leela i just started amazonia i think what's like your level 33 um because really what what happens when you get to a certain point like I think I get I level up almost every other day because just by collecting, yeah. you get so many experience points. Like I just, there's so many properties and shit in here now that it's just like. So right now I'm stuck because I need to unlock La Barbara, and that always takes yeah. forever when you have to unlock a character. But I'm I'm working the unlock how many, La Barbara. How many pizzas do you guys each have? Uh, right now I have twenty six. Six. I have fifty. Well, yeah. I, I, the most I've ever had at one time was probably about 130. And then I'll, I'll, I'll usually end up like burning them off to buy last minute fuel or yeah, that healing. Using the fuel. I think I had like 76 at one point that was just straight from, um, 100%ing missions. And, yeah. Yeah. And watching advertisements. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how I get a lot of, except I spent mm -hmm. some dollars to get them what i thought was interesting is the next character to unlock is hg blob not zoidberg yeah still not in there still can't get zoidberg so you know entertainment district got opened which freed up leela finally but i'd have to get over there and then come down and get hg blob and then zoidberg's like the last one back here oh wow um until yeah, but, they create even more right and uh once I unlock because Zap Brannigan isn't even involved he's not in even that. Yeah, well, I think you he's have, a person, he's but one, they haven't yeah. unlocked it. You have to buy a building, unlock him. So once I unlock La Barbara, then I have to make an Amazonian Amy outfit, which also takes forever. And just so, that first, first, I just mission. made the mm -hmm. nightlife one. Yeah, I'm way far. Yeah, I, I just got Cowboy Kiff. That was the last one I got. But the, the Amy, not only do you have to unlock the Amazonian Amy. You have to get her up to a level twenty-one yeah. to just finish the first thing right. in Amazonia. That's some straight up. Well, bullshit. I'm trying to trying to bank up those career chips somehow. I think you can buy them with pizza, but I still haven't spent any money, and I've missed out on Chris Hardwick. I missed out on Bill Nye. Mm -hmm. I almost had the Borax kit. Mm -hmm. It's close to having him. You know, I've got 
Who who all do you have character wise? I have I got George Takei. Oh. I got him pretty close to the what, end what's of his, that. Is event he a too. captain or an influencer? He is a captain. Okay. Um, George Takei. I have Bender's mom. I didn't get Flexo. Missed out on getting Missed Flexo. Missed out on Flexo too. I tried, but that was one where you had to spend money. Yeah. I think. Uh, I have Malfunctioning Eddie, mm-hmm. Hattie McDougal. Yep. Uh, Scruffy, Leela, like all the ones that you have hedonism, but all the ones that you kind of have to unlock throughout the course of the game to like unlock. Pharaoh Bender yeah, and Pharaoh Gold Bender. Uh, but I got Boxy, but I did I not get, um, oh, what's her name? The, mm-hmm. the female robot. Oh, shoot. What was her name? I I know I know you're talking about. She just yeah I I placed her building and then the event that had her was over like an hour later so I didn't even have a chance to try to unlock her but I wish I'd been able to. Did you get Flexo? Did not get no. Flexo. You know, and La Barbara's building cost like ninety thousand dollars. Oh, but see, that wasn't a problem for me because I had been stuck for so long, unable to unlock more <laughs> that I was just collecting income from all these buildings that I have jammed together, and I had like a hundred and thirty thousand dollars spent on buildings so yeah la barber's building is really expensive but i still have like seventy nine thousand dollars have you tried to get hg blob yet i can't i'm i'm out of hypnotons i need like a hundred more hypnotons to unlock the piece that is next to the one that you can unlock to get him i'm I'm gonna start it off right now look at that see i i went too far i went too far over to the right because i was like Uh, oh i have got like five thousand boop boop but that was dumb Oh, wait, that's some bullshit. Do you guys actually read the stuff that goes on? Like the storylines? Yeah, the yeah. storylines. A little bit. I mean, I, I glance through it because it does give you some clues. I mean, one of the things that really bugs me about the game is when you're in the space missions and it's like pick a character and they don't tell you like there's certain actions that can only be unlocked by certain characters mm-hmm. or characters at a certain level. So like you need to have an influencer of 18 to be able to go in here. And that I, kind of stuff drives me. Nuts. I usually pick like one of each. Like, well, no, you could only, but like this is within the missions. So you oh, pick your which, crew. Oh yeah. And then you go in and you get to the green dots instead of the fighting yeah, dots. Okay. Yes. Where yes. it's like, there's a conversation with some other third party. And then it'll be like there's a yeah, 76% thing, but if you're a captain, you can go, you know, and they don't, I mean, I guess the thing is, well, you can come back and do it, but like there's there's like a 24-hour gap between me playing those yeah. parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the one that was annoying for me was when you're in the sewers and you have to collect uh, Raul the mutant's underwear yeah. for Violet and then uh, also his toenail i think it was mm-hmm. and his because hair. you have to go through yeah the hair too you have to go through so many times and like replay the same mm-hmm. branches of the missions and I don't, yeah I, once you 100 percent it and then you realize like oh, i could get more xp or whatever by going through it one more time but i guess yeah but it some of the fighting missions kind of get boring because mm-hmm. you're just you're just tapping and then yeah. I wish there was a way you could turn off the the sound for the the power-ups or whatever, the critical I just mute the whole thing. I don't I yeah. don't ever listen. So. I like that when you were playing it when we did the last bonus episode about the game and you're like I didn't realize that was going on yeah, like in yeah. the background. And then during I turned that off. During the background of the actual like main uh map is 
like the Futurama theme song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's probably why I muted it in the first place because I just. I just can't. Pete, I can't. Pete hates Futurama. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I fucking hate the show. I just, I, I don't want this to become a spite play game, but like, I still, I still enjoy it. But there are the parts that are frustrating. Like, I wonder what it's made money wise. Like, I wonder how many people. Well, that like that last, the last episode, the last mission in the sewers. Mm-hmm. Where you had to fight Chupa Nibre. like oh, that one was hard. That yeah. one had me stuck for a minute. Those mutant squids yeah. are rough, and like it, basically, what it comes down to is you have to get everyone in your crew at a higher level than the average level, and then their like their hit points and their defense will overwhelm the uh, the bad guys. But until you do that, or if you got people that are lower, they just get pummeled. Yeah, it's no good. My highest guy's at ten. Really. I'm, you got some work to do. I'm Tom. far behind. Yes. Mm-hmm. That just means you can enjoy it longer. Yeah. Or just give up. <laughs> we'll just quit. <laughs> like we will with this podcast someday. Should we call it a night? Yeah. Let's call it yeah, a night. Hey, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a regular episode. Bye. Bye.